Welcome to the $100 MBA Show. And today is a Q&A weekend's episode where we answer your question right here on the show. If you have a question that you want us to answer, just email us at contact at 100mba.net. Or you can send me a tweet on Twitter at bizrepublic is my handle, bizrepublic. As always, I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. Make sure you check out some of our free guides, our free course over at 100mba.net. And today's question comes from Clark. And Clark asks, what is the minimum amount of money that I need to start an online business? A very interesting question, Clark. I will get into the details and I might surprise you. So let's get into today's episode. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of the $100 MBA show is sponsored by Webinar Ninja Live, the first national webinar conference in sunny San Diego, California on September 26th. Learn from the masters of webinars like New York Times bestseller Michael Port, John Lee Dumas, Clay A. Bear, Mario Brown, Jason Zook, Kay Erickson, Grant Baldwin, myself, Nicola, and a whole lot more. Learn everything from marketing your webinar, building your audience, selling on a webinar, and the best tips on the tech of webinars as well. And we're holding it in a beautiful theater in San Diego. Get your early bird ticket now for only $95 at WebinarNinja.co slash live. That's WebinarNinja.co slash live. So Clark asks, what's the minimum amount of money that I need to start an online business? There are a few factors that's going to dictate how much money you're going to need up front. First of all, what are you selling online? If you're selling physical goods, like you have an online e-commerce store, then you're going to need some money for stock, especially if this is something that you are creating yourself. You're selling products that you've created. If you're drop shipping, that's a different story. And I've had an online business like this, and it was a lot of money up front. I created my own clothing line, and I had to invest a whole lot of money before I even opened my doors, my online doors, that is. But if you're selling something that is soft, a soft product, whether that's courses, ebooks, software, apps. These things don't require physical stores or physical shipment. So there's a little bit less overhead at the start. Having said that, if you're going to go software or an app or something like that, there is development costs. If you're a developer slash designer yourself, that's great, but it's still going to cost you time. And sometimes time directly equals to money, meaning that you really need to take time off from your current job or your work or whatever you're doing in order to do what you need to do so you can create a product to sell. But if you're starting one of these types of business and an information type business where you're selling information, whether that's a course, ebook, some sort of community, if you're selling coaching services where you're coaching people uh, through webinars or something like that or on the phone, this could be a life coach, this could be a fitness coach, this could be a business coach, whatever it is, Again, this is a service that doesn't have a physical product. Then your overhead is going to be a whole lot less. And in fact, you don't need much money at all. You could probably get started for a few hundred dollars. And that's just hosting fees for your website, getting your website up and running, getting a domain name, um, you know, an email service like Gmail to have a customized business name. These are just some things we're going to need to spend up front so you can have a presence online. I would say the minimum amount of money that you would need to start an online business, if it's based on information or coaching, would be roughly $500. I don't think that's much, 
given the fact that you probably can make that in your first month in sales. But the 500 would cover good hosting for the year, something like HostGator, your domain name, your email if you're using Gmail. You're going to need some sort of website design. So if you're not using something like Squarespace, then you're going to need to use something like WordPress and you need a WordPress template, something that you can work off. And that's basically the bare bones. You're going to need a payment processor, but that's not going to cost you anything uh, to get started. And it's all about effort and time, building your audience, writing your blog posts, creating your videos, whatever content you're going to be creating to build your audience. Then obviously creating your product and your offering. That's going to take time as well. If you're going to be hosting videos privately, that's another cost, but it's not that much and it's a monthly cost, so it's not really that big of a deal. Now, if you're building a software or an app, that's a different animal. You're going to have to pay your developers, your programmers, your designers. And for the most part, you're going to have to pay a developer on an ongoing basis. A lot of people think, oh, I'll just build a software once it's built. I don't have to have this developer anymore. I can just have them freelance. You know, it's like once it's all done, I don't need a developer anymore. It's a huge myth. You're going to need the developer to improve the software, to clean up bugs and upgrade things. You got to keep on improving your actual software, correct? You got to, to stay competitive. So that's something you need to consider if you're running a software business. And the rates will vary depending on expertise, where they're located, all that stuff. So as I said at the start, it depends on what you're selling online. But if it's information, if it's coaching, if it's a service, it's not going to cost you more than $500 to get started But the point here is get started. Even if you don't have that $500, you want to get started with only $300, take the first steps, get a website, start hosting it, get a domain name, start building your library of information, whether that's a blog or a podcast or a video show or whatever it is, have something for people to chew on on your website. Make sure you're collecting email addresses through an email marketing service. You know, you can get started with MailChimp, which is completely free. I think you get about 2,000 subscribers to get started for free. But the point here is that you have very little excuse to get started. Saving a few hundred dollars is not going to take you too much time or too much effort to get your business off the ground. All right, Clark, I hope that answered your question. And if any of you guys have a question, please email us at contact at 100mba.net. We'll add it to our list. We'll answer it right here on Q&A Weekends. Tomorrow, we got a question from Dan. And Dan asked, would you recommend using a forum or a Facebook private group for my community? I touched on this on our three-part lesson on creating an online course, but I'm going to go into detail, give you my recommendation. And on Monday, we have a guest teacher, a buddy of mine, Eric Kerr, who is the co-founder of The Draw Shop, a really fun business. He's going to be teaching a lesson on how to ensure your value is communicated properly to your audience, something that his company does every single day because they do whiteboard videos, and that's the whole purpose of the video. So you're going to learn some great secrets from Eric on Monday. I can't wait to share those episodes with you guys. But before I sign off, I want to leave you with this. It's never been easier to start a business in our day and age. You can start an online business with very, very little capital. And my advice is when you're getting started, always think minimal viable offer. What's the minimum thing I can put out there to test and see if my business idea will work? And the beauty of online is that you could do this with very little resources. It doesn't have to be the biggest and best business in the world from the get-go. Take it in stages, move and grow as slowly as you feel comfortable, push yourself, but at the same time, don't put yourself in a position where you get overwhelmed. All right, guys, I'll see you in tomorrow's episode. Until then, take care.